0: Today on CityCast Madison. If you've ever lived in Madison, chances are you already know why our little corner of the world is so special. But what about the poor souls who've never had the privilege of even stepping foot here? Should they be forsaken to ignorance forever? I'm sorry, but not on our watch. So today, in a special round table, we've invited one such brave soul. David Plotz, the CEO of CityCast, our big boss, to ask all the quote-unquote dumb questions about Madison. Lead producer Molly Sents joins me in answering all the questions newbies might want to know. It's Monday, January 30th. I'm Bianca Martin, and this is CityCast Madison. David Platz, welcome to CityCast Madison.
1: It is great to be here. Madison is the only city in the CityCast Empire I've never visited.
0: And what a shame. We'll change that.
1: <laughs> By the end of this, I expect to be so excited about Madison that I will have already booked a ticket, even as we're taping. I
0: hope so. I think that we're pretty fun. We can hang.
1: So I am super ignorant about Madison, never having been there. I have been to Wisconsin a couple of times, to Milwaukee, Boo, Hisp. But never to Madison, but I do have a lot of questions, ignorant, but but well-meaning questions. So you have cheese curds. How often is it daily, weekly, monthly or annually? For
0: me, it's definitely weekly. Probably not daily because I try and stay const- const- not constipated and stay normal. Um, but I personally am a huge cheese curds fan and get out. It's probably more like bi weekly.
1: Also, is a cheese curd, a cheese curd, a cheese curd, or is there like a Da Vinci of cheese curds.
0: There is a fight for the Da Vinci of cheese curds, or just like maybe throwing some other inventors in there. Um, But there is certainly a hierarchy of cheese curds, in my opinion. But just starting with the fact that cheese curds are made from ideally like squeaky cheese, like fresh cheese curds don't have any breading on it. It's not fried. That's one form of it. So if you get a fresh cheese curd, it should literally squeak in your mouth. So there's that. And then in terms of, that's pretty, they're all pretty much the same. They're fantastic. Um, But the fried cheese curds, they can really, really uh, differ. Like I went to a Wisconsin bar in DC and they gave me, I was like, these are mozzarella sticks. (laughs) These are cheese curds. Uh,
2: So the secret about cheese curds is that if they're fried, they're old. You want fresh ones to squeak and they squeak if they've been made less than a day ago. Holy cow. That's the real deal.
1: Already learning so much here. My general impression is that every single person within the city limits of Madison is a utopian socialist who thinks Bernie Sanders is too conservative. And every single person outside the city limits of Madison in the state of Wisconsin has a Blue Lives Matter flag and a MAGA billboard painted on their barn. Is this true?
0: Not entirely true. Um, I will say there are a lot of anarchists here, which is great.
1: <laughs> Not when you're planning a meeting or something.
0: No, 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 no. For sure, we uh, Madison is much more liberal than the rest of the state. I can speak from living in Baraboo, 45 minutes north of here. But in terms of the political leanings, I mean, Molly, I don't know if you want to talk about just like even within our local government here in Madison, I'd say that there aren't many Republicans.
2: Yeah. So Madison likes to take credit for launching Bernie Sanders campaign, right? Because he had one of his first campaign events in Madison filled our arena. The Bernie bros, Clintonistas, that was a real divide in the community that which, you know, people still bring that up. That was a pretty big fight. The rest of Wisconsin, though, is pretty purple. The bigger divide is really rural-urban. So the urban areas being intensely democratic and then the rural areas being more conservative.
0: Wasn't always the case. There tends to be an intensely politically engaged populace. Like, you will be seeing signs across the state and competing signs.
1: Well, to that end, they are Republican state legislators, and there are tons of them, I know, because they gerrymandered the hell out of your state legislature. So do they get hissed at as they wander about the city when they dare to show up at a farmer's market? Are they given the bad cheese bread?
2: 2011 was the pinnacle of that. Had you come in 2011 during the Walker years, it w- like Robin Voss, who... Is the head, the, our assembly majority leader got a beer dumped on his head by a protester, like people were being followed down the streets with like boom boxes, kind of chased around. Um, this was the height of the anti-union bill. And the protests where people took over the Capitol, literally slept in the Capitol, took it over, thousands of people just mobbed it so that they couldn't close it down and slept there and brought like musical instruments and their pets and like moved in to the state Capitol and lived there. New governor, different tone.
1: (laughs) I I hear talk of an isthmus. It's It's so hard to say that word. Isthmus, isthmus. There seems to be a paper called the isthmus, I find it absurd. I find it genuinely absurd that Madison, which is nowhere near a Great Lake, it's in the middle of your state, it's nowhere near a Great Lake, is an isthmus. So why do you keep talking about it?
2: It's very evident. So two things. First thing, we got two Great Lakes, right? We got we got Lake Superior on our, on Wisconsin's northern border, right? We got Lake Michigan, just like an hour and a half away, right? In Milwaukee. But that's not why they call us the city of lakes. We are a chain of lakes. We are surrounded by lakes. It is lakes all over the place in Madison. We, the isthmus is just this tiny little stretch of land.
1: And that's what you are.
0: You need to know that it's not, these aren't <laughs>
2: insignificant lakes
0: to the people who live here. They're, you, you drive in from various corners of the town and like when you fly out, you see them, you literally like it's the lakes are huge that's like Lake Mendota and Lake Monona are the two that the isthmus straddles but there actually are four slash never heard of them well that's okay but I'd actually want to just throw in there (laughs) that um the uh originally the Ho-Chunk native name for this area is actually Dejope which means land of the four lakes so like it's it's like goes way back so that's why we keep talking about the lakes we love our water the whole state has more lakes than Minnesota we're our competitive with Minnesota, by the way. They're the 10,000. We have more than 10,000. It's the. It's important.
1: Do the Madison Lakes freeze over?
0: They do. Are they frozen right now, Molly?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're frozen. Like, people love them. People go ice boating. Have you seen ice boating? Like, where people, it's kind of like parasailing, oh, but on a frozen ice skating rink thing.
0: That makes sense. Ice is very dangerous. Uh,
2: I don't know. People go ice fishing. They go ice skating on them. They go biking across them. I mean, people put up art and sculptures on them
1: that sounds yeah. amazing cool things happen amazing. when the lakes freeze uh so i spent some time in seattle university of wisconsin is u-dub are you guys u too what's the insider term for the u
0: yeah, we don't say the U. <laughs> we just say UW. We we would pronounce the full W, you know, we like that the enunciation over here.
2: If you see purple, it's Seattle. If you see red, uh, it's Madison. Okay. This is fun. Right. I just that's, can that's, I just say good. that
0: right now I feel like we're doing trivia, uh, which was like a very DC thing. Where you are, David.
1: <laughs> so, one thing I've noticed. So, in if you talk to people in Salt Lake, they always talk about where they were just skiing in Portland, they're always talking about the great coffee they had. In Philly they don't shut up about their stupid sports teams. What are people in Madison boring about? What what is it that they keep talking about even though nobody else actually wants to hear about it?
2: It's a good one. You could say the Packers, but everybody does like talking about that except maybe me. I mean, people love love their sports teams for sure. I mean, I think the thing that people don't stop talking about is like development. People love to hate development downtown. And that is just like, can you believe this building? It's so ugly. Or what are they doing? I can't believe, you know.
0: I walk around just full of rage. (laughs) I'm like, why? Where's the aesthetics in this building? You're doing us all dirty. No, I'm just kidding. It's really more complicated than that. We need more housing. But
2: when old buildings go. But we're growing. We're growing and we're changing. And and downtown Madison is like this weird mix of like industrial there's still like remnants of factories in what should be like prime real estate on the isthmus but you can walk by and see like an old paint factory and then you see these like high-rise skyscraper condos and then there's like a gas station you know it, it's it's still got this weird mix of the past i feel and like the a lot of rust belt on. cities
0: kind of are like that not that we're necessarily rust belt more milwaukee but like it, it gives me that those sort of vibes
1: uh i'm a trivial person so i'm gonna just get us back to the ridiculous what is the weirdest thing you've ever been served in your bloody mary
0: a meat stick pretty regularly oh whoa yeah pretty regularly they're in wisconsin bloody mary's is a meat stick they do they really add a lot that's a good question that was a good we're about our bloody mary's here and they're like too much like they will be putting you know there might as well be a shoe in there
1: so honestly i You've told me about the lakes, but I just don't have the faintest idea what the landscape of central Wisconsin is. I'm pretty sure, based on my knowledge of American geography, it's not jagged mountains. But is it cornfields a la Iowa? Is it cold pine forests a la mi- northern Minnesota? Is it gently rolling hills covered in native grasses? I would believe anything you told me right now.
2: It's kind of like the moon surface. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Molly, go for it. South central Wisconsin is basically Madison surrounded by cows, right? Like, to the left of us, to the west of us, you have the Driftless area, the area where the glaciers did not go. So you have all these rolling hills, tons of little farm fields, small dairy farms, cows, corn. The north is forest. That's where it's just covered. Like, the, the whole northern half of the state is covered in pine forest, arboreal forest. And then... To the east of us, you just got the Milwaukee
0: farm, a lot of farmland, certainly cornfields, certainly cows, lots of methane, smell, (laughs) lots of uh, cow farts. Uh, But the Driftless area, which we're really close to, is really beautiful. Like uh, Molly was saying, like carved out glacier. It's left a lot of like rock formations that are just stunning um, and bluffs and sort of like rolling hill sort of situations. Again, as you were a little curious about like Madison, like downtown, is on this isthmus between the two lakes, so it's kind of it's flat between two lakes. But yeah, as you get out, you get to farm, farmland, and some of those like um, hilly, rocky, beautiful areas. It's so beautiful here. I, I, I'd go to bat with anyone except for people on the west, uh, the western coast of Washington, in terms of how beautiful it is here.
1: Wow, that's strong, Bianca. Very strong. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Native pride. So maybe you won't like my next question. I imagine that on a January evening at around four o'clock when it gets dark and it's cold as hell out, it's just really depressing. And so what percentage of the time would you say you just say, screw it, I need a drink? Like, is that like 95% of the time?
0: 60. (laughs) I'm not even ashamed of saying that because I feel like that's... You mean like going out to the bar, like and going, getting, meeting up with friends? I
1: don't or? know. Just being like, oh my God, it's so dark and cold and lonely in the world. I need a drink.
0: Oh, well, not that much then. <laughs> I was just thinking about the fact that people, like, throughout the winter in Wisconsin, like, they still go out. They will be, the bars are packed because they still want to socialize and, and, and get their drinks. I don't know. Darkness is hard.
1: Is the native culture Scandinavian the way it is in Minnesota?
2: German. There's a lot of Nordic roots, and that's where you see a lot of the history of the Madison area, progressivism. You see a lot of the contributions that we have made, right? Like kindergarten. You guys did kindergarten?
1: Yeah. Watertown. It's nearby. You buried the lead. Are you kidding? We've gone like... Twenty minutes, and you haven't even said kindergarten.
2: Kindergarten, unemployment insurance, public employee unions. We we've given we, we've given the world a lot. Also, blood thinners, just 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 in case you've ever had surgery. Like yeah, warfarin. That was that was made at UW. I
1: cannot name a single business for Madison. I know there's state government is there. I know the university is there. Is there any well-known Madison business?
2: Have you been to a hospital? The record software. <laughs> Epic Epic Systems. Epic Systems, it is the leading um, electronic healthcare records software. It's something you would never know if you're not in a hospital, never worked in a hospital, but it's literally how all electronic health records in America's medical system are managed and shared. It's a high tech company that's one of our biggest employers. Not here.
0: that I love going to the doctor and then them like looking at a screen, but I just went the other day and I was like, oh do you guys have my Chicago records? So like sure do. And I was like, Epic <laughs> Like that was nice. Like I didn't even have to ask or transfer. Like they're it's something they've revolutionized, which is nice.
1: So my last question. I, honestly, this was question was designed to troll you. So I went to the only research I've done for this. I went to the Wikipedia page of people from Madison because I was like, I'm going to make so much fun of them because no one's from Madison. But then you look at the list of people who have association with Madison and it's extraordinary. It's like George O'Keefe, Frank Lloyd Wright, Oscar Mayer, Eric Hayden, Chris Farley, Stacey Abrams, John Muir. The list goes on and on and on. Why? Why are you guys a cradle of genius and talent?
2: Some of us are just born this way. (laughs) I mean, the UW is a huge reason and historically a, a reason why we've pumped out so many innovations and so much research and brought just an amazing collection of people here. I mean, Errol Morris, Bell Hooks went here. You know, like so many people throughout the years have come for the university. And because it's such a big research institution, there's just, there's a lot of federal money. There's a lot of programs. There's a lot of things happening.
1: Yeah, I really wanted to make fun of you, but then I was—I felt ashamed because I was like, "I—that is it." There's those alums, the, the the people who are associated with the city are very impressive.
0: We just need to point this out because we're not like a flyover state. I think that's the biggest misconception. Really, so many people in the U.S. their lives have been totally impacted by people from Wisconsin, specifically in Madison. We are a hub of policy-making nerds that care about political policy. They're just hellbent and environmental policy, like the birth of the environmental movement with John Muir and like Aldo Leopold saved all this land. A lot of the landmark legislation, like Molly had mentioned, came from Madison and it's still that way. Earth Day. Earth Day, yeah. So Gaylord Nelson, like I was so thrilled to go to UW Madison when I was like, and you know, forty-five minutes north of here, I was like, I cannot wait. And it's just the nerdiest place. Like I went to David Sedaris like a year ago, and I've never seen so much congestion in my life. Like everyone is flocking to the city. Like it's so academic. Like I saw Noam Chomsky like at the orphanage. It's full of brains. So I'm glad that you saw that in the list because. Maybe more people need to kind of tune into what Madison is uh, birthing because we're like constantly changing the world over here.
1: Okay. So I'll, I'm just going to summarize what I learned. One, isthmus. Two, meat stick. Three, just brilliance. And that's pretty impressive. That's good. That's, that seems really good. And squeaky, squeaky, fresh and squeaky. Thank you all for letting me uh, come and, and share my pathetic ignorance with you.
0: Thank you for letting us hit you over the head with the meat stick.
1: I got to come. I, I do. I need to come.
0: I recommend May. And I just want to say a bunch of people know you, David, like listen to you on this late Gab Fest. So I I don't know if I can ask you, like, why make CityCast? Like, we're so thrilled to be here. Like, why why choose Madison? Why, why do this project?
1: Why do the project? Because... Podcasting is amazing. Local podcasting hasn't quite figured itself out. And we thought if we can figure it out, there might be a great business there and might really make a difference in cities. I think I don't need to tell you guys this because you're podcasters yourself, but podcasting is this incredible connecting medium that when you do it well, you make people feel connected to each other or feel connected to the, the story. It's not a great like informational medium. It's not amazing for giving you data or anything, but it's incredible at making you feel things. And if we can make people feel more connected to their cities, I think those cities can be better places. They can be places that are more civic minded, more joyful, more successful, and great daily podcast that focuses on a city can help contribute to that. So that's why we started to do it. Madison... Because it's like a, I think for the, some of the reasons you got to, especially in your last answer, it's this, it's a small city that plays big, and we wanted to see whether CityCast model, which we tested in much bigger cities, would work in a smaller city. And so, why not come there? And plus, you guys have a lot of talent.
2: Thank you, David.
1: Yeah, you guys are crushing it.
2: We're ready to take on yeah. cities twice our size. Good, do <laughs> it. We're doing it. Awesome. Do it.
0: That's David Plotz, CEO of CityCast and co-host of Slate's Political GabFest podcast. If you've got a question about Madison that you feel like you should know by now, no shame. Send it our way. We'll track down an answer and won't roast you. We promise. We're Madison at citycast.fm. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Big changes are coming to Lake Monona. Imagine you're driving up John Nolan Drive, looking at the Capitol and Madison skyline, and you're surrounded by trees and parks, and there's piers you can walk on, and beaches and restaurants along the lakeshore. maybe even a nature center or an amphitheater. This could actually be the future, and the city wants to hear from you. They hired three design firms to pitch ideas for rebuilding the waterfront. Now you can weigh in. We'll link to photos of their ideas and the site to send your thoughts to the city in our show notes. And the UW system is following the state of Wisconsin's banning of TikTok on state phones and devices in the name of security. UW Madison has multiple TikTok accounts, but content from the main account is no longer there. Plus, meet the candidates running for mayor. Tomorrow, Tuesday the 31st, at 6.30 p.m., there will be a free in-person Madison Mayoral Candidate Community Forum. That's hosted by the 100 Black Men of Madison, Urban League, NAACP, and more. Candidates Mayor Satya Rose Conway, Scott Kerr, and Gloria Reyes will be there. It's at the Urban League of Greater Madison on South Park, right near the library. We'll also link to that event in our show notes. That's all for today, here on CityCast Madison i'm bianca martin if you enjoyed the show why not tell someone who loves our city to rate and subscribe speaking of love one more ask we're dedicating a week-long series to amor over the coming week of valentine's day and we're asking for your stories so what's the worst or best date you've ever been on leave us a voicemail and we might play it on the show our number is 608-318 three, three, six, seven. And Hey, we're now producing episodes daily. So yeah, find us in your ears each weekday morning. Smell you later. Just so you know, Platts, we didn't mention this, but Madison was also built on a swamp.